0: this is let me tell you now here's joan hamburg
1: i'm joan hamburg inviting you to share our podcast and this week we have the incredible actor starring now on broadway danny verstein come on and join us i'm really happy to have danny verstein with me today one of our great actors in fact danny not that long ago, won a Tony for his performance as Harold in Moulin Rouge on Broadway. He's won all kinds of awards, nominations, everything great. And I particularly loved his work in Pictures From Home. If you haven't seen it, do. It had a real impact on me. I truly love this show. Pictures From Home Broadway .com and it's at Studio 54 and you know, I often talk about when I'm giving a lecture or something about my family, what it was like growing up in my very large, noisy family and that my brother and I are convinced we grew up, even though we lived in the same home in two different places because our experiences were so different and this play had so much meaning for me. It's about, it's real. And I'm going to let Danny Verstein who stars as the sun in this amazing piece of theater, give you a little bit of background. Hi, Danny. Welcome.
0: Hi, Joan. It's great to be here. Thanks for having me.
1: Yeah. Well, I love the play. It brought back so much and so much to think of even in the future, how we all have different versions of a shared life.
0: Correct, yeah. Well, I'll start at the beginning. Pictures from Home is the true life story of the photographer, Larry Sultan, who had the great idea of going down. He lived in San Francisco and his parents lived in the San Fernando Valley. They're transplanted New Yorkers. And he went down to visit his parents once a month, sometimes twice a month, for 10 years to take pictures of them, to live with them, to try to get their real life, get pictures of their real life. But while he was taking pictures of them, he also brought his tape recorder. And so it's what he did was he created this wonderful picture memoir book, also called Pictures from Home, and he interviewed his parents and got their stories, the stories of their lives. And who wouldn't want to, you know, on some level really deeply understand why their parents did what they did, made the decisions they did, and, and know their parents in a very deep, deep way. And that's what he did for 10 years. And his parents were very forgiving and loving and allowed him to do that. And he created this amazing book that put him on the map in many ways and this was in the late 80s when he did this and the book was published in 1992. Our playwright, Char White, saw an exhibition of these beautiful pictures that he took in 2015 and decided he thought that there might be a play here and then he started writing the play and and now it's on Broadway at Studio 54 and it stars Nathan Lane and Zoe Wanamaker and myself. And we love the play very much. We think it's quite beautiful. And we talk about many, many issues in the plays, obviously family issues, but it's also about how a piece of art is created. So it works on many, many levels.
1: And how did this impact you? I know when those of us in the audience were definitely impacted, which is the sign of good theater, but could relate yeah. to so much of it. And Actually, feel longing for the experience of you, the son. Like I kept thinking, why didn't I come up with something like that for the family? Because yeah. you really want to get to know your parents, and that's right. what happened here. Did this impact you in many ways?
0: It did. Obviously, um, the idea of holding on to your parents and wanting them to live
1: Not die. forever.
0: <laughs> Yeah, not die. I, I thankfully both my parents are still very much alive and doing well. They live in Queens, and it was very a very moving experience for me when they saw the the show on opening night. I was very, <laughs> it was very weepy that night because you know I love them so much and I want to hold on to them so much and I want to understand them, and this play brings up all those themes. And that's why I keep using the word beautiful. I think it is a beautiful play and it's very, very impactful on on our audiences. You hear the weeping at the end of the play. It's so beautiful. But it's it's not sad to
1: you know no. per
0: se. It's also screamingly funny. You have two of the greatest comic actors in the world, Nathan Lane and Zoe Wanamaker, up there and, and they're you know, super, super bright and interesting. People and so they bring full, fully realized characters to life, but they're also screamingly funny.
1: Well, and when you see it, there's it's really about many things, as you point out, but it's about family, yeah. And I've so longed to know parents are so protective when kids are growing up that you feel, in a way you don't really know them that much. I mean, what makes them tick? Are they really happy? What What's behind Mm -hmm. all of this? And this is what happens in this play. And this is the son's job, this project that parents don't get. I mean, is this kid ever going to make a living? How is he going to support his own family doing this? 10 years.
0: Yeah, Yeah. 10 years. What did your parents think? My parents loved it. They absolutely loved it. And they were, needless to say, very, very proud. Yeah, it is, it, it is a beautiful play that way. It, it, it asks the character, Larry Salton, asks the important questions of his parents. And it isn't always easy to hear the answers. And it isn't always easy for the parents to reveal the truth. As you said, parents want to protect their children. And they want to forget the, the very difficult times. But he delves into their, if you will, origin stories and tries to tease out of them the truth of what happened and how they arrived at where they are, but also who they are.
1: And your character, Larry, is really an artist, too. I mean, we can't let go of that fact that it's not just a son trying to hold on to his parents. Mm -hmm. He comes to it from many different directions, including he is an artist.
0: Right. And the great thing about the conceit of this play is that we use Larry Sultan's actual photographs Mm -hmm. from the book in the play. And we refer to them. They're projected on the back wall. We refer to them constantly and they are the original photos, but we refer to them as ourselves. And so I'm talking to Nathan Lane, but looking at a picture of Irving Sultan on the back wall, but referring to him, my dad, who so sorry, Nathan Lane, as Irving. Nice. And it's, you know, after, you know, it, I'm sure it takes a second for the audience to go, oh, that's what they're doing. But then I've been told by the end of it, by from people who are, have seen the show, that you fully accept it. And that you you start to think, oh, that is him. It looks just like him, actually. They have a, a lot of similar qualities. And that's the great conceit about the play, because these gorgeous masterpiece pictures are projected on the back. Yeah, and we it's talk incredible. About- yeah, and very- you know
1: what else I really like, Danny, is that when you do what you, in the play, as the son does, trying to find out everything you can about your parents you wind up finding yourself in many ways too
0: that's exactly right and that's the that's the journey of the play for my character especially uh, figuring out who i'm supposed to be what kind of a man i'm supposed to be what kind of an artist i'm supposed to be and why trying to figure out why i decided to do this project to begin with larry at the beginning is not quite sure what he's looking for as as that's the journey of any artist you never know what the end goal is you just start out because you have this deep idea that there could be something beautiful there and he realizes that he wants his parents to live forever in this in this idealized but actually real, very real raw way so he wants it to be everything all at once in these pictures uh, Extremely raw, extremely real and honest, but he also wants them, you know, idealized and romanticized and to see he wants everybody to see what he sees in them. And then he sees that, you know, he just never wants to let that go. And that is actually it's kind of simple in a way, but it's also beautiful, universal and extremely profound at the same time, his discovery of that idea.
1: When you were coming of age, was being an actor right up there? Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC.
0: I was very lucky. You know, I both my parents are teachers. My dad taught ancient Greek philosophy at, the, at Queens College for 53 years. And my mom, who's 82, is still teaching art. I was not much of a reader and my my dad you know much to the chagrin of my parents my dad would give me book after book and I would read about 90 pages and then get bored with it and then he gave me a play and that sort of opened up the world of theater to me and I loved and I asked him for more and I kept reading play after play after play and I never thought I could actually make a living as an actor. I I just thought it would be a, a lovely, you know, way to make a living, but I never thought of that as anything actually, anything real. I thought it was just kind of a pipe dream, and people told me how difficult it was to be an actor. And then when I was 13, a teacher of mine said, you should be in my play when I was at Parsons Junior High School in Queens. And I did this play with my teacher, my English teacher, and afterwards he said, you know what, you should go to the High School of Performing Arts. And I said, well, what's the High School of Performing Arts? And he explained it to me, and he said, Ben Vereen went there, and Liza Minnelli went there. And I said, well, that's fantastic. What do I have to do? He said, you have to prepare a couple of monologues. And I said, great, what's a monologue? And, you know, he explained the whole audition process. And the year I auditioned, well over 4,000 kids, New York City school kids auditioned, Uh, to get into the drama department, and 127 made it in. And I was just lucky. I got very lucky that day. And all of a sudden, this um, insane pipe dream that I had that was sort of in the back burner came to life. And the very first day, they said, if you don't think you want to be an actor for the rest of your life, you may be in the wrong place. And I just knew that that's what I always wanted to do. It's where my imagination flourished and where my heart was. So I got extremely lucky that day.
1: And you you followed your dreams through. What about your own family? You have uh, children.
0: I do. I have two sons. My older son is a first AD on films, on feature films, and also on commercials. He just had a film at South by Southwest. He's He's doing great. He goes from one feature to another, Alex. And my younger son, Zach, is on the West Coast and he's a musician. Um, he plays like 14 instruments and he's uh, extremely talented. So- the, Do I you guess- worry
1: about them? Did you? Were you the parent who said like maybe your parents and like I did to my own kid, why can't you be a lawyer, an accountant, a doctor?
0: <laughs> Well, I never I never said that to my my kids when I was lucky enough to have a philosopher for a father who was a writer and a protege of Philip Roth. Oh, you're
1: kidding. So he my, was an artist in his way. Yeah.
0: So my dad said things like, what would you like to do when you grow up? What would you like to be? You can be anything you want. Would you like to be a poet? Wouldn't that be wonderful? I mean, who says that to their kids? I just got lucky in that way. That and you so I
1: really were lucky.
0: Yeah, and so I didn't put that kind of pressure on my own kids. I wanted them to find their own path, but I knew I would, just like my dad did, I tried to instill moral values into them, and so they knew right from wrong, and they knew that kindness was the best way to proceed in any situation, and they chose paths that made them happy. And I couldn't be uh, more proud of both of them, and they're doing okay, so.
1: Okay, and they were lucky because, you know, it's really so interesting, which is why I related even so much to the play. But I kept thinking, I know better. Why am I urging him to do something that would never really interest him? Is Mm. safety that important, or do you have to jump to really go somewhere? Mm-hmm. And that's, sometimes that's, you have to jump.
0: Yeah, that's really beautifully said, so
1: Yeah. Well, so what's of all you, the disciplines that you're involved in, Danny? And I'm talking to Danny Burstein in Pictures from Home, Studio 54 on Broadway. You've got to see it because you're going to reach out and touch it. And it gives you a lot of thought. In fact, we left the theater, and usually we're all trying to grab a cab this time. we went over to Sardis and sat there at the bar, talking about the play and our reaction and our feelings, which is was pretty good,
0: yeah, yeah, we have a lot of that, and i'm I'm very I'm honored that the uh, play has that kind of impact on people,
1: yeah, and also that your own family could see it, which is, you know, really special and that you could be there even with them to Mm -hmm. understand what all this, it's definitely touches hearts everywhere. And so you were familiar with the photographer, Larry Solden?
0: No, I never seen any of, none of us in the play were familiar with his work. But afterwards, of course, we were, you know, we just did a deep dive into everything he ever did. And thankfully, his widow, Kelly, because Larry is no longer with us, Kelly was around and his sons were around. So we got, you know, very personal information about him and about who he was as a human being, um, not just as an artist. And uh, they gave us access to the actual tape recordings that he did with his parents at the time, which is incredibly moving to listen to those those tapes. Uh, you know to hear what the actual you know conversations were like in the moment, and they were you know hours and hours and hours so and very moving and very silly, and they actually loved one another you know deeply, even though you know it, was, it could be tense of course because you're you're asking these people to open up their souls, bear Mm -hmm. their souls to their son, you know, someone they may not want to open up to and expose themselves as being vulnerable in some way. And, you know, it's very moving. It was very moving to actually have those tapes given to us by his widow, Kelly, who is an amazing human being who still lives up. And certainly
1: moving for us to see it. And I loved the way everyone was dressed. Oh, my gosh, that rang so many bells.
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah, the late 80s, right? Oh, that's On right.
1: Daycare. I said they they must have come to my house and done my mother and her card group.
0: Right. Well, who didn't have an avocado green refrigerator at the time? <laughs> I loved no, all that. No, it
1: was great. So, Danny, now, this occupies obviously a great deal of time. What else is on the bursting plate?
0: Oh, gosh. You know, I have, uh, uh, I have a, did a, episodes of a show called Will Trent that's on ABC. There's a new TV show called uh, Grease, Rise of the Pink Ladies. It's a prequel to the movie or and the show Greece. I uh-huh. did an episode of that worked on a show called Julia on HBO, and I record <laughs> every day I record a I record a bunch of cartoon voices for Dora the Explorer. and I'm on a TV show called Tokyo Vice. I'm always doing something., uh, it's very busy, and it's a full life, no doubt about it.
1: Well, I'm excited and let it long rain. and this is something you really have to see. It gave us enormous pleasure. We had, you know, it's rare that you experience every emotion. That's what theater should do and does often, and in this play in particular. It was about any of our lives, even though it's a son, it could have been a daughter. It's about our lives, our families, and the things that we don't really get to see underneath unless we're in that position and have to look. So it was a real treat. All the best to you, Danny. I look forward to talking to you again.
0: I look forward to it as well. Take care, my friend.
1: Thanks. Danny Burstein, on Broadway, in Pictures from Home. And this is a fairly new play that all of us got such pleasure out of. I've got lots more show for you, so stay tuned and you're listening to WABC and I'm Joan Hamburg.